Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penultimate Conquest podcast. Today, we are talking about games as a service and everything about games as a service, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's here, whether it's there, whether it's blue or red. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about because... Near, far, Enough about that. Um... Here I have with me Anthony. Hello. Ryan. Hey, hey. Vincent. How's it going? And the pain in my ass, Eric. Hey, what's up? Let's just Why get into it. Why are you calling me out? <laughs> you just said that you were going to be. You just said you were going to be the thorn. Of, yeah, all. Off the record, Ruben. I don't know what he's talking about. And then you called me out just like well, that. I thought I'd but get into character. Drama you like are this. not getting a Christmas card. <laughs> Say that again. I would not be what? You're not going to be getting a Christmas card for me this year. Oh, really? Because I was going to send you a copy of Destiny 2. Oh, the, the game that I have across everything? Thank <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. You know? In case of emergencies, break glass. Exactly. Grab Destiny 2. Exactly. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to be helpful. You're going you're gonna to get me Destiny uh, 1 for the PS3. I got yes. it. How funny would that be? I thought this was the same game. I can't tell you how many times I've thought about buying Destiny 1 for the PS3 and making three new characters. Oh, God. <laughs> as no. we'll get into this episode, I love me some games as a service. Okay. All right. So, we're gonna have... Ryan, go ahead. I just think we're going to have some fun on this episode. Yeah. I, I, you guys will have some fun. You going to embarrass Nick TV. Eden on the, uh, this time? No, 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 no. I want to sincerely apologize for embarrassing Nick Eden in the last pre-show. Because uh, I kind of felt like a dick after. And Nick, you're wrapped in love, buddy. I really thought... Like it, it was gonna be funny, but uh, no, it, it was funnier. demoralizing. <laughs> it crushed his soul. Yeah, it was not good. Um, I, I want to personally apologize, Nick Eden. I'm so sorry. Please don't come to my house and kill me, and uh, or just uh, I, I'm sorry. Okay, it, it, I'm never gonna bring it up ever again. Um, let's just get into the topic: games as a service. Why? <laughs> I think you don't like games as a service. I I like it, but it's just it gets to be too much, and I that's like Destiny was great. I played Destiny two when it first came that came out, and I played it for like a good three weeks, and I got really tired of it. What I if thought, I told you that it got way better? <laughs> I did. I, well, I jumped in when um, uh, Stadia came back out. Oh. Hey, Jacob out, Porter, what's up? <laughs> Stadia's coming out, baby. Jacob Porter, I will get you on this podcast sooner or later, and we will be talking about Stadia. But This has not been an episode I've been on where you haven't grabbed your Stadia. Last episode. I have Stadia because I wanted to get it for that guilt well, game. Stadia. By Stadia. 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 Okay. 
Stadia. It sounds it sounds better. Stadia. It sounds worse. Well, not a lot of people bought the Stadia, so. <laughs> is that our fault or is that theirs? Hey, Anthony, what's up, man? How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? How are you? Um. Anyway, let's. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to start this. I really don't. Um, who who here uh, has had the least experience with games as a service? I would say history. Uh, I feel like I've got a decent grasp, not like super uh, well versed, but decent enough. Okay. Um, I would say. I I buy games as a service games, but I just drop off after like a month. So if you don't like them, you are the problem because you're supporting them. Well, I mean, I want to support my developers that I like. Mm-hmm. You know, have to Bungie, say, you know. Bungie. I, I I completely agree. Like I'm I'm <laughs> doing more harm than good for me. But Bungie did such a great job with with um, Halo. There you did go. And uh, I just felt like, hey, they're doing their own thing. Might as well support them instead of seeing them die. Which, obviously, that's not the case now. Bungie's doing great. Phenomenal. But, you know, and it's what it is. Sometimes I jump back in. Like, I will probably jump back into Destiny because my friend at work has been hounding me to play some Destiny with him. Am I going to like it? No. But I'm gonna do it nonetheless. Oh man, this is the wrong day to have that opinion right there, Ruben. <laughs> well, what I mean to say is, well, I, I'm not gonna like it because I'm gonna be or something. No, well, I'm. What I'm saying is, I'm not gonna like it because I'm gonna be so confused as to what the fuck is going on. Like I haven't played in a while. That's why we're here today, from yeah. the future, Whoa. to tell you. Um, Stuff. <laughs> you thought this was about me. A... <laughs> this is just me yeah, and Eric. Clearly, I was wrong. <laughs> okay, that's fine with me. Uh, so, what experience like do you have with games as a service? I guess, like for the whole group, what games do you typically play that are G A A S? Ah, oh, that's a really good question. I bought. I thought you were about to point to your sonic screwdriver there for a sec. <laughs> like, uh, that one? Yeah, is that one? Is this service there? No. Um, I did buy both divisions because I thought it was going to be much more oh grounded. God, I forgot in... about the division. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have been much more grounded in reality, and that probably would have helped me, like, enjoy it more, which it did. I guess what it is for me is, like, I don't really have people to play with. Which mm. hurts the the um, experience. Because last time when I bought the division, I did have people to play with at, at my last job, and we would fucking be in there on a daily basis, just kicking ass and digging names in Dark Zone. Excuse me. Oh my god! Oh, um, that division one. Oh, it's so good. Up oh. until like it got shit. Oh my god, like as soon as like the expansion started coming out, like launch for Division, oh, I had I put 250 hours in that. Oh, it was so much fun. Like, me and my buddies going in, 
Like, I remember when they added the, not added, but it was part of the thing where we could hear the enemy's comms in Dark Zone, and we could hear that they were about to attack us. Really? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, we yeah. could hear that they were about to attack us, and we're like, "Fuck, fuck, they're about to attack us!" It's like open fire. Oh, it was, it was so great. Uh, and I stopped when the expansions came out. Um, Division two, like that was one of those where I thought I was gonna put so much time into it, and I have not at all. Nope. But again, I didn't have people to play with. Well, you're just mad because they got out of New York. It's like, hey, I know what that is over there. I've yeah. been there. I've been there. I, I know what they're talking about. Um, fuck you guys. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think they did improve the game. But, again, I didn't really have people to play with. So I was kind of like, eh, I really want to play this game. Well, you've got so many friends in the Penultimate Conquest message group. That do enjoy games as a service, Ruben. I think I just have two. Or three. <laughs> but enough no about one me. asks who those friends of his are. We don't, I don't think I can handle that kind of rejection. No, you're definitely one of them. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a rose. Oh, this rose just showed up at my doorstep. You're Thanks. welcome. <laughs> Speaking of this rose, this episode is not brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. And oh, I it. realized that could have been a good <laughs> promo right there. <laughs> could have been yeah. a good promo. <laughs> one day. One day. We'll, 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 we'll get, get sponsorships on this thing. Yeah. Episode 500, probably. <laughs> Are you going to put 10 years into this and not have a sponsorship? <laughs> hey, you never know. You know, I don't know how, how big we'll get and how long that'll take. We'll get there. Well, eventually. Let's hope. We have a journalist, and we have a social media manager, and we have me and a Canadian. We'll do it. <laughs> I like how it's just a Canadian. <laughs> um, but enough about me. Vinny, what's your experience with games as a service? Um, I guess the two main ones for me would probably be Grand Theft Auto and Fortnite. So, uh, and I don't know. I hated them at the start of the like gen, and I'm kind of upset how much I've turned tail, and I'm all about them right now. Uh, they got me deep, and honestly, they're like slowly becoming my new. Good thing that you said Grand Theft Auto, because I don't. Consider Grand Theft Auto to be a games as a service. Well, I guess like online. GTA Online. Is yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. I'm agreeing with You're you. You're on the games as service episode. I'm sorry. You want to take that home? We know what we're talking there? about. You want to take that home? No, it's your show, man. Uh, yeah, well, clearly you know more about this than I do. Therefore, you put me on the episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's your thinking. Because you're the brains of the operation. I mean, so to speak. Yeah, I guess so. Well, in this episode, you would be the brains. But anyway. Um, I don't know if it's continue, alcohol or that nice comment, but I'm blushing right now. Oh, oh <laughs> well then. You're welcome, I guess. I don't know. Thank God I'm the funny one in my relationship with my wife, or else she would probably not find me appealing at all. I think she's funnier than you are. <laughs> <laughs> 
she is funnier. Oh, yeah. I've had I, funnier I've told competition. Her that. I've yeah. told her that she's the funnier one. Good. Good. So anyway, games is Vinny, <laughs> <laughs> were you all done with your your? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just yeah. I'm surprised how much I like them because in in theory, uh, they go for everything I'm against. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anthony, what's your stance on games as a service? I uh, I find that they're pretty good in the short term when my friends are all into them, but then eventually they move on and. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, depending on the game they decide to move on to. Uh, so I have a lot of fun with them uh, in the early times. So like uh, uh, The Division, Destiny, we'll play those a lot in the beginning, and then towards the end they'll kind of fizzle away and do other things. Life will happen as it does. And then it'll kind of just be me attempting to run around in The Division just getting murked by people that are communicating. And then <laughs> So... You've been holding back for a while now. I know. I see it. The disdain on your face. Absolutely. You absolutely love them. Service. Okay. I love them. I have, I think, six battle passes going in different games at the moment. <laughs> uh, I wait till you hear mine, Ruben, before you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think me and Eric are gonna be pretty tied here for. Uh... Love these games. Um, okay. Can I, I ask played, why? Yeah. Why do I love them? Yeah. I think it's because I got... Me and my friends, I think it depends on the style of game it is. But I think for the modern day FPS genre, it is the perfect way to do these games. Okay. It, it, it's, the perf it's the perfect flow of combat to just... Every couple of months, oh look, the map has changed a little bit. New character added in Apex. Fortnite's getting Marvel character skins. It's the perfect way to keep those games fresh and have them going. And okay. I think it also works really well for like things like GTA and more MMO-based titles. Where they can be like... We're having this event this week for whatever it may be. GTA right now, it's Yacht Week. Yachts are on sale. Go to the casino. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no, GTA is a scary game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, okay, then. But um, I, I think they're fantastic. I think it's a fantastic model for that one type of game. For, I think for FPS games, which is what I play a majority of it nowadays, because I can... I have to, there's not a lot of time commitment. I can just jump in for a couple games of Apex or Warzone, whatever it may be, jump out, that it works perfectly for that. Level up a few times in the Battle Pass, call it a day. And that's why I'm worried about Avengers, because it should not be a games-as-a-service title. <laughs> I don't think it should. But now let's uh let's pass this over to Eric. <laughs> Eric, I'm gonna go with that you hate games as a service. Is that true? Oh, sorry, I was looking at a picture of a cat dressed as a whale. Um, so <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> why are you so random? So no, that seems legit. Thing. I love games as a service. Uh, like Ryan, I let me see the ones I have right now. I have Destiny. Apex, Fortnite, Rainbow Six Siege, Warzone. 
Um, what are the other ones I have? Uh, uh, what? How many I have is not the point. Um, the point is, I think this is how games are going to be going forward. Because if you look at the traditional old business model, it was game came out typically, games out. Yeah. That's it. Then it became. Then it became that the wife is home and the dogs are barking. Um, then it. I'm trying to do a podcast, Smoke. Jeez, understand that. Um, so then it became, um, you have game. Oh, here's DLC. Here's Elder Scrolls for Oblivion with its horse armor. And then it's turned into more. Oh, here's more expansions. Here's more of this. Here's more of that. Uh, here is Call of Duty. Buy the Call of Duty game. Here, buy the four $15 map packs. Here is the god-awful stage from 2000, I think, 9 to 2013 when you had to buy the online pass <laughs> yes. to play online. And so, like everything, games have evolved since then. And so if MMOs are the original games as a service, if we think about it technically, because they update all the time, here's all the expansions... But Destiny really molded how they are going forward. It could It's a way where you buy the game and you can play it for years to come. It is perfect. Um, now, granted, old Destiny, when it was still with Activision, had the thing where, all right, you buy the game, buy the expansion pass, and then they'll add some content here or there. Now they upgraded it to, you know, season passes battle passes if you will and that's thanks to Fortnite that's that's the thing now with games of service it's the battle pass and I much prefer the battle pass over you know buying $15 map packs every few months because um, I feel as though they can add just more content more ways to play um, but I have lost my train of thought so I'm going to sing song until I remember it um, but it's a perfect if you also look at it from the stance of like I grew up in a lower middle class family um, and so if you look at it now someone could buy Destiny and then they're set for a long time they don't have to spend so much money on all these games like if they enjoyed it that's the only game they could play for a long time the cost to enter like the barrier for entry for these games is pretty much non-existent now. Pretty much every games as a service has a free version. Like when they announced that Destiny 2 was having a free version, that was one of the best things they ever did. Like, hey, you don't have to buy Destiny anymore. Here is the game. You get everything. You get all the maps. You get all the strikes. You get all like the new guns will release. But if you want the campaign and you want the raid, just pay some stuff for it. But you don't have to. And I think they're very much, and like I said, with the last episode we talked about, they're about as pro-consumer as you can get, even though there's no such thing as pro or anti-consumer in this industry. But like, they really work for the player. Like, you don't, you don't have to shell out buckets and buckets of money to keep up with these games. You can just download the game and you're set. So companies used to have, you know, we used to have like the 10 hour experience with the linear game. Now you don't have that. Now you can have return on investment as a company 
and people will buy your battle passes every three months. There's ten bucks right there. So I, I think they are a good evolution of games. Not everyone works, but when they do work, uh, it's it's phenomenal. And I spoke a lot. I'm winded. I'm gonna have a sip of water now. Um, it's I completely forgot that Call of Duty. I don't really count Call of Duty as a game as a service, even though I should. I do play Call of Duty, and I have bought every Battle Pass, but season five because i have same, back same to thing here yeah it's just uh, been a while yeah. i've been stuck with fall guys so and, i haven't really and fall guys is is kind of about to be a new games as a service too like um, everything doesn't have to be crazy shooter or anything it could be this fun game where they'll just keep adding content to it this is true now do we expect to see fall guys bring a paid battle pass yeah i could see it with season two I, that does not seem out of the blue at all. Okay. And it, what works is it, it's purely cosmetic. That's what yeah. these. That's what's so great about these battle passes. Like they're purely cosmetic. Now, granted, Call of Duty's battle passes are a little iffy because they, they have all those weapon blueprints. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't. I I had like coins stored up, so I bought like the last two battle passes or whatnot with coins I already had, but. Um, Nah, the Call of Duty Battle Passes, they could be better. But like stuff like Fortnite and Destiny, where it's like, oh, here's a new emote. Okay, here's some armor you get. It doesn't change gameplay or anything um, because it's just another piece of armor. You can find a better armor out there if you go play. But if you want to look cool, all right, here it is. To be fair, all the blueprints have been just real, really ugly, non-good guns. Like, it's never been something meta. No. Well, submachine guns have been better since stupid Black Ops 1, so... Hey, now, we don't need to bash my guns. Fantastically from me. Um, what else should we talk about, games and sisters? Uh, do we think... You brought up an interesting point, Eric, that... You think games as a service will be the future of the video games industry which kind of gets me kind of sad i wish it would go back i know this is probably impossible but i wish it would go back to hey we just put this game out uh oh fuck it's broken it's nothing we can really do much about it now i know that's kind of hard to hear because like now in the age of technology that you can send an update to a ps4 and it'll update, which is great. But I just feel like I missed where games were more, I guess, story-based, which is not really a thing. But and, and that hasn't gone away either. If no, anything, yeah. Sony in this past uh, generation has shown that that hasn't gone away anywhere. This is just another piece of the pie. This, I mean, it's the most one of the most profitable pieces of pie out there right now. Because I mean, Fortnite is right up there with MCU is the most popular thing in the world right now. And, and so, now Yeah. And so I, it it's just another thing you can do. Like I, I get what you're saying, like like the talk like I just missed it when it came right out of the box and I played it. Yeah. There it is. It's done. And granted, um I 
I see your point right there, but with this way, um, fans can still stay engaged. That way, it's not, all right, we had our sequel. It's gone. Here is a new sequel to the game where you got to spend more money to, whereas now Destiny has done that where, hey, we're not doing sequels for a long time. We're just going to keep Destiny 2 updated for yep. years and years to come. And if yeah. we, um, another thing, oh, my God, we haven't talked Overwatch. There's another games as a service right there that is – like they just keep updating, keep updating, and they have what fifty million plus people play. Like Rainbow yeah. Six Siege, it had so many problems at launch. Like it, it some part was broken. Ryan is touching his forehead because he knows it had so many problems. But now it's got fifty plus million players. Like it's one of the most popular things out there. It's because with games as a service, you don't have to throw away your game after a little while. Like, you can just keep updating it for free, mind you, if you keep throwing behind a paywall where, like, you have to pay this to play the new stuff, yeah. then you're going to have a problem. But if everyone gets all the maps, then um, it's great. Like, I loved it when Call of Duty got rid of the map packs. So, hey, yeah. free Thank updates you. for everybody. And hey, I, I, I assure you, they're making a shit ton of money with Warzone. Yeah. Because, oh my god, that thing has taken over by storm. Yep. I agree. I just am afraid that Sony's one day is going to say, well, we put a lot of money into these single-player campaigns. And I know this is probably never going to happen. But well, we put a lot of money... Say it again, Winnie? They're, they're not there right now, but I think they're testing it with Ghost of Tsushima because that's getting the multiplayer mode. So even that's, that's trying to creep in. Yeah. I just... I don't want single-player games to go away and that's what i feel like in five to ten years is most likely going to happen each game is going to have a a multiplayer part when it doesn't really need to have that i i think we really got away from that because if you remember like everything back in like ps3 xbox 360 era was like launched with a multiplayer Sometimes it was not good. Sometimes we got the Last of Us multiplayer, which is some of the best multiplayer out there because it was it was just so great. Um, but like uh, Spider-Man selling 13 million copies, like God of War selling 10 plus million copies, like the demand is still there. Like, eh. um, and we can't really we don't have a crystal ball. We can't look into the future. But if they keep, if Sony just keeps believing in its creators then the single-player games are never going away. Now, granted, something as different as Halo, that's a different story. Like, that's a game that has never been something like a game with a service, and uh, it was campaign, multiplayer. That's yep. it. Now, uh, now that's going to be a game as a service where they've said, like, ev- like Halo Infinite is going to be the Halo for, like, the next 10 years or so. Yep. Um... That could be good. It could be bad. It's never been something like this before, so we don't know. Like Siege, Destiny, all those games has always been like that from day one. Like when Destiny was invented, it was this is a game as a service, and we didn't know what that was at the time. Like, what does that mean? What does this shared world shooter mean? And now that like the Destiny community is is one of the best communities out there, and it's just oh, it's just so great. So, I have one question. 
I wrote down when we were talking about Avengers mm-hmm. successful launches mm-hmm. of games as a service. Has there ever been one? Ryan, don't have. Please don't have an aneurysm. <laughs> Just he had an aneurysm. Why would you say that? Well, because like he's tensely holding his forehead as if he's holding back something painful. I am. All my memories of launch title games as a service. Okay, well, I'm sorry to bring it up, but I just I, I'm curious. I mean, it's it's an important thing because it's like I talked about with the Avengers episode. It's not how you really start; it's how you end up. Because Destiny at launch, Destiny one at launch, hoof, yeah. it was like, uh, and the thing is, I played the Destiny Alpha. I, I remember that 2014 E3 with like, and you can play the Alpha now, and I played it. Oh, so much fun! I'd never played Halo before. So I didn't have that Bungie pedigree. So this is my first time with a Bungie product. Like, oh, this feels great. This feels great. But And I was going to get it, but I heard about all the launch problems. I heard about, oh, you got to do all this stuff for nothing, really. And I remember a bunch of people who were working with Kotaku at the time, like Kirk Hamilton and stuff, were talking about, hey, what did you do today? Well, I just did this raid in Destiny, and I got this bullshit stuff. Fuck this game. And, like, there were a lot of problems. They didn't know what they were doing. Nothing had ever been done like this before on a scale that's not World of Warcraft or an MMO. So they had problems at launch. And then, like, the first two paid expansions were not great. They added some cool stuff, like Prison of Elders, but it wasn't that great. It wasn't until Taken King realized, like, hey, we know what we can do with this. Let's fix it. And then Taken King, Destiny shot off. And Vinny is gone. Yeah. And Vinny hey. is back. <laughs> and so um, now Taken King, Destiny has exploded. I bought Taken, I bought Destiny when it was like the 2015 Black Friday sale. Mm-hmm. I bought the Taken King collection. And I had a buddy at work that played Destiny. So I played with him. And then I met uh, another guy, another mutual friend. And they were two of my groomsmen in my wedding because we played destiny all the time like we were a fire team i was a hunter my buddy was a titan and our other buddy was a warlock and it felt great and so we put so many hours into that game now granted it's different now because we have different work schedules but i'll always have those positive memories with those games and i think like with avengers um you've got to have a good foundation and Destiny has that. Siege has that with outstanding gameplay. And that's what keeps you going. And like Anthony, like you mentioned earlier, like you would drop off from games as a service after a while because your friends wouldn't play. For me with Destiny, it's so good because I don't have to have friends with play with. The gameplay and everything that they offer you is fantastic by itself. Like you don't have to crazy communicate and it's multiplayer. You can just shoot up a match you can shoot up a strike and you can just play because it just feels good to play now if you want to play with your all your friends all the time that's fantastic that's wonderful but games as a service has to have a good foundation anthem didn't have that and i'm worried avengers may not have that but if you have a good foundation you're solid as rock i don't i don't know what i was going with that I, f- I want to just jump on to uh, where you were with Destiny for a moment. Uh, 
the entirety of my uh, time in like high school and college has been playing Destiny with six of my best friends as a raid group and all that. In the moment in the opening parts of Destiny 2 when it's low, when you're booting up the game and it shows your accomplishments from D1, the only time Gosh. a multiplayer game has ever made me cry. Oh man. It was, it was I know exactly what you're talking about. Fantastic. Yeah. When they showed your raid team beating it for the first time, I was like It just made me weep. <laughs> so I think that, now I'm jumping into the launch thing. I don't think there's ever been a successful launch for a games as a service game. Fortnite became one because it needed to copy PUBG so it could save its hide and not die off from being saved the world. Yeah. Destiny was one of the most broken messes when it launched. D2 was a broken mess when it launched. Siege oh was barely God. I forgot about Save the World. Yeah. That's what originally did Fortnite oh was my God. The original Game Informer cover that announced Fortnite when Epic was at the top right after Gears of War 3. Like, yeah, this is our oh next game. Tower Defense zombie game. And then that just never happened. Cliff Blazinski left and it just never happened. Holy shit, Ryan. I, I, I remember like everyone like saying, oh, I just got into the Fortnite alpha. I've been playing some stuff. Here's some packs. I'm like, oh, is that Fortnite? Is there any, anything interesting? Because one of our buddies who played Destiny was playing. I'm like, oh, I heard about that. And then like, oh, we're doing a battle royale. Like, oh, okay. And now, what, three years later, it's the most popular game out there right now? So. It's the most popular game because it copycatted what I believed was a better game. <laughs> what? I stand PUBG. Oh, okay. Alright, that's cool. I, PUBG is so slow for me. Like, I, I, I understand that a lot of people love it, but it's just like, oh, it's so slow. It's, it's, it's a slow game, but I think that's why also, I think that's why Warzone is so good. That it's just the right pace for a battle royale. Yeah. You close the ring a little faster, but that's beside the point. Even Warzone, I think maybe the only like if we even count that as a game that starts that launched well. Like oh, Yeah. That that's a good point. Like Call of Duty now is like since last year's Modern Warfare has become a game as a service. Now granted you have to, you know, buy the Call of Duty game every year now, but now that they've gotten rid of that with just free Warzone, mm -hmm. perfect. And they're gonna be adding black ops stuff to Warzone. I think it's a good idea. Fantastic idea. Activision still sucks, but it's a good idea on their part. These are all very true shots. Ruben, your mic is messing up. I can. You're cutting in and out. How about now? I can hear you now. Okay. Perfect. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on this games as a service? Um, yeah, like I said, they, on paper, I should not like them as much as I currently do, because, um, like people have said before, like, I just hate hassling, like, like hitting, on a certain level, it is kind of annoying to make those dates and appointments and all that stuff and kind of schedule your life, like, it, it almost makes gaming, um, become a chore, 
And something I've appreciated about the recent games and services is the fact that a lot of them have started to uh, take that into account. So, like, a lot of them, like, again, it's one of those you can play with others, but they don't force you into, like, this is not just a multiplayer game, per se. Like, yeah, it's going to be best with friends or whatever, but I appreciate the fact that they still allow you to do your own thing. And it just being with friends enhances. To Fortnite, I think uh, I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite. I there's too much going on in that game. Building, you're telling me there's no way that building and oh, yeah, the building fighting at the same terrible. time. There's there's I, yeah. no way that you're doing that at the same time. Like, I always try to win every match by shooting. But that's yes. not how you play Fortnite. You play Fortnite by building. That's why Warzone is such a and Apex Legends are such breath of fresh air because like oh it's about the gunplay. Yeah. Also, hey Tessa, by the way, Ruben wants to know how you're doing. Just in general, she's doing great, Ruben. Okay, that's good to hear. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. She's actually booting up a games as a service right now. How topical. What is that? Destiny. He's playing Overwatch. Oh, okay. Because, and here's the wonderful thing about games with service, everyone. If I can use a personal story. So my wife um, used to be only single-player stuff. Like Uncharted is her favorite, Resident Evil, Dragon Age, Bioware games, all that stuff. That's all she did. Mm -hmm. um, I introduced her to Destiny, and she loved it. And okay, what was so great about it was... Mind it had such a strong single player element. Like she didn't really play with friends. Like she did missions, she did strikes, she played Crucible by herself and she loved it. And then I made the mistake of introducing her to Overwatch. And then that's, that's a, that's four years right there where it's, uh, that's our new addiction. And then she's found friends. And like, these are perfect ways to make new friends. They're perfect ways to just like, you don't have to worry about booting up a single-player game and be focused on a story. She can just boot up Overwatch, play a few rounds, and she's good. Who does she main in Overwatch? She is primarily support. That's what she primarily does. Um, she can play everything, though, because you're supposed to play everything in Overwatch. You're not supposed to have a main unless you're an Overwatch League player. Um... So, yeah, that's what she does. All right. You've been quiet. I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on this discussion. Uh, for, for me, where games as a service are something I always jump into and then I can't stick with, um, the, the biggest one would be uh, Apex Legends for me. A lot of my friends were very into that for a long time, so that was probably the longest stint games of service I've had. Um, I'm not as big of a shooter, which is also another reason that uh, these games tend to not stick with me as much. I tend to prefer the action games. But um, I've really enjoyed a lot of the games of service. Uh, they exposed me to uh, far more shooting experiences than I did on PS3 uh, 360 era. I didn't play very any very much any shooters at all in that generation. That's how like Bioshock and stuff. So um, I've gained an appreciation for the genre. And uh, the games of service is a big part of the community now for me, whereas a lot of the single player stuff is stuff I do on my own. And so 
I'm one of those weird people that goes back and replace things. Like, I, I don't know how many hours I put in Arkham Asylum. So, so many hours. But uh, for me, with the, like, Gotham Knight potentially being, I know they're not saying capes to service, but, like, multiplayer, doing a lot of things, updating it as they go, that's the sort of thing where that's hopefully going to be my big games as a service, 1,000 hours plus, whatever. But for me, Destiny, The Division, uh, Apex, Fortnite, Warframe, like, all those I've, I've dipped into and I've enjoyed more or less depending on the game um, but I never really find myself going back and so that's where a lot of the single player stuff where the combat for me is like it's fun to play uh, Apex Legends but it's not fun when you just get sniped as soon as you start or whatever and so things like Doom where it's a curated experience by the developer where that tends to be where I, I favor shooters more well if you're looking for people to play with Anthony Ruben is the best Apex Legends player on the planet. No, that's not sure at all. But no, do you play on PlayStation, PC? What do you do? Uh, for me, I am primarily PlayStation. That's where most of my friends are. I do have all of them, though. So, Not all of the games, per se, but most of them are free now, so that's less of an issue. Well, if you want some buddies to play with, with some shooters, let me know. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, same. I need some Call of Duty buddies. So. Ruben will be our fourth guy that always gets sniped. We'll make that's, him bait. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm usually the guy like, that rushes in. I'm ready. Yeah, it's fine. You got no problem with that. Um, I'm glad you brought up uh, Gotham Knights, Anthony, because uh, I think if that is a games as a service game, and which it probably 95% of the chance it will be i think that's the one that's gonna sink their teeth into me and i won't be afraid of it you don't because have to be afraid of destiny. not afraid of it but <laughs> no it's not that i'm afraid of destiny it's just like there's so much in destiny that like it it doesn't get me scared it's just like overwhelmed uh, yeah there you go that's the word overwhelmed but i think with gotham knights since it's very Batman heavy and it's very I guess superhero is the word. I oh, you like Batman? I had no oh, idea. Yeah, I love Batman. I'm a huge yeah. Batman fan. I, I was I was I was I was joking, Ruben. I know you're a Bat fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, where'd you get that? I got this at uh, com- uh New York Comic Con like two years ago. I oh, also have a bad ring. Those are this that's definitely better than mine. <laughs> I don't see I'm, how the bail batarangs were so practical when he used them. I mean, they're they're hella pointy. The point is. Oh to no, stack. I'm not saying like your batarang couldn't be used as a weapon. I'm just talking about like in the movie. Like I oh, yeah. see he, him he like. It out. Yeah, it's it was so weird. They they didn't seem practical at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, um. Not batflex batarangs that he just, you know, jammed into people's sides. <laughs> And also branded them. Can't forget that. This is a fucking brick. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think if there's like superhero elements, I think I I'd be hooked in. And if it's a, the game plays well, unlike Avengers, well, I. I've, they found your foundation. Yeah. Like my foundation, like what why I click with them is because I played a lot of shooters. Like on PS3, I played shooters all the time. So. Like it was a natural progression for me. Yeah. Um, so like for you, Batman, here it is. And like the crazy thing is, 
Uh, it may have some elements, but you can play that whole game solo if you want, and that's what's so beautiful about it. You don't have to play with anybody. Yep. Uh, you can do the whole game by yourself, and that's why, like, Avengers, that's one of, like, the positive things I have for it. You can play the whole game by yourself. Um, and so I read that they said they're going to have, like, gear systems with Gotham Knights, and I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Because like I enjoyed like getting all the new abilities and upgrades for Batman, but like having, all right, here's Red Hoods, here's his new hood. What? I don't. What? <laughs> I don't want that. It's no longer red. It's maroon. Yeah, it's, I have a. I'm burgundy hood now. Yeah. I doesn't roll off the tongue as much, but um, and so. <laughs> I I think it's just gonna have games of service elements, which is fine. Like, that's yeah. great. That'll keep people occupied for a long time. It's like, oh, keep chasing that new gear. Now I hope that the combat is really good. Because yeah. I didn't see any countering in that demo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And I am concerned. To be fair, that game is a, a year away. I oh, think. I understand that. Yeah, they haven't shown off everything. I need to press triangle <laughs> yeah. and counter, though. That's like the number one thing that's great about the Arkham games is the counter system. I'm calling yeah, yeah, it now. Didn't Gotham Knights say there was going to be 2021? Yes, it's 2021. Oh, really? Squad is 2022. Yeah. Then that's less than a year away. Okay, we. I'm already sold. Let's... That game looked pretty polished. February 15th. You're calling February 15th. That's. A, I'm not calling this. this we're we're gonna do a, a Gotham Knights episode later on in the year. Oh right. Um, uh, you bring up an excellent point that that game was polished, but uh, I'm gonna jump off course here. Halo Infinite. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. It's happening. <laughs> Gotham Knights is so far away, and Halo Infinite was at least three months away. That game looked like complete and utter shit. I and I knew it wasn't coming it, out this year. In their defense, that went into story mode. <laughs> say it again. I was gonna say in uh, I again. I don't know how it works. In their defense, that was a story mode, so you would have hoped that that wouldn't have been affected by the game's service. But uh, no, well, that's why I'm jumping off track here. When I'm not really talking about games as a service in general. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> It yes. didn't look good for f- f- to be five months away, or however oh, long it was away. I knew that game was going to get pushed. I, it looks smooth, like it that's done? the thing I had for it. Like, like it looks smooth, and then but then they release those uh, screenshots. That's like, oh, it looked bad. <laughs> like yeah. it shouldn't. That shouldn't be the main thing, though. Like as long as you have like fun gameplay, like that's all it should be. And like it looked fluid, but. It, it, if this was like your this is your title thing for your new console that you claim is the most powerful thing since sliced bread and <laughs> it it did not meet the standards that people have um, now granted some people took it obviously way overboard than what it needs to be because you have to understand these people have been working from home since March so sure. it's it's not it, it's difficult um but I think it was a smart move for them to delay to next year, especially if yeah. they're trying to do this whole Halo games and service thing now. Like, this has to launch well. 
this has to like Microsoft needs this to do really well. And so take your time. Okay. Like you can't rush. This can't be a half-assed product because this is your flagship title. Like th- this is it until Perfect Dark comes out. A- until what? Perfect Dark. Sure, buddy. <laughs> you don't sure. think Perfect Dark is gonna come out? I. You don't think can... that's what the initiative? No, sorry. What's the? Do you think the initiative, play? the the Quad A Studio? Is working it's on perfect, a perfect dark game. I bet you money on it. That that's what they're How working on. About that on. cap shield. I don't know about the cap shield. I can give you. A, <laughs> I can give you. It's the, okay. Uh, I, I got. I got my own cap shield. It's fine. Okay. Good. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> well, I can bet you a sonic screwdriver. I already got my own sonic screwdriver. So. I can bet you the uh, cap is worthy. Uh, print. I'll, I'll just. I will have it that I am better and smarter than you. I'll have that. <laughs> and if I win? Then you're better and smarter than me. Okay. Uh, but no, um, it's, it's difficult for them because they haven't done anything like this before. So it's going to take time. And I wish them all the best because games and service is a perfect way to um, get content out to your fans. And everyone loves their Halo. So I, I hope they can do it. Have they loved it lately? Uh, they haven't loved it since Halo 3, probably. <laughs> as much as they want it to. Okay. My dogs are barking at trash. Oh. <laughs> I delicious. love my dogs, but they may be the two most idiotic creatures on the planet. That is a horrible thing to say. It's not horrible. I love my dogs to death, but I, I think they're morons. Now, while we're here on Halo Infinite... Because of the pushback, and now the thing that they have brought in, the name eludes me, but one of the old Halo devs. Yeah. Um, do we even think this game comes out next year? Nope. I'm calling early 2022. Yep. This is, a, this is a holiday 2021 game. They cannot push Halo a year and a half. They did already, though, with Halo 5. One game. What do you mean? Like, Was it supposed to be a launch game? Halo 5 was supposed to come out. Uh, yeah. I believe it was supposed to be a launch game. And they pushed it back two years. Well, it, it, it'd be wild if they go seven years without a new Halo game. That's Would it? Wild. Because I think... Uh, I don't think I mean, it's gra- wild. Uh, let's see. God of War went how, five years without a new God of War game. Don't talk yeah. about that in between the God of War game. <laughs> hey, God of War Ascension was pretty... Yes, it was. <laughs> it was just pretty. Uh, I I like I liked it. Okay. Now, granted, we are saying this because like, um, it's it's hard for them because it's their flagship thing. That's the problem is because PlayStation has all this thing now. It has Horizon, Last of Us, God of War. It has all this stuff in its temple, and Halo really has only Forza. Gears and Halo. Halo really has Forza. Wow. You know what he means. Like yeah. Forza <laughs> is the money is is it's one of their big tentpoles. And like I'm so happy that they're gonna you know make more games with all these new acquisitions. But back to the whole games as a service thing. Yes. Like, it's perfect for them because you don't have to wait you know eight more years for a Halo game. Now you could just keep updating this game. The money train on rolling. I don't know. 
I feel like just because it's a games as a service now, or it will be, the money train is not going to keep on rolling because they're just going to put it all on Game Pass, don't you think? Yeah, and then it's it's really going to be up to them to sell Game Pass, like get those subscriptions up. Um, they're going to have a battle pass in this game, without a doubt, 100%. Uh, they're going to have a battle pass. Um, so well, I wish them ODS the development is in the battle pass. Them to do something ODSC, with that's, that's that bad one, right? No, ODSC was a great one. I, I, know, also, I know. Okay. All right. Good. I know. <laughs> Don't fuck um, me over. But what do we think is the problem? Like, I know we have talked about the qual- the good qualities of games of service. What are the downfalls of it? Because my thing mm-hmm. is, you have to have content. If you don't have content, people will leave your game, uh-huh. and that's a Correct. big problem. With the, big problem with the Destiny community. There was long times where we just had months and months with nothing new, nothing new at all. And if you're not constantly updating this thing, which could also lead to stress on the developer, like yeah. having to constantly put stuff out could affect the team. I think if you have a good, I'd say at least six month plan after launch, before the game actually launches, you should be fine. Like I would assume if Avengers does well, and Avengers has, hey, we have from launch all the way up to a, at least either a year or six months. I'll take whichever. But we have all that planned out already. It's just we're, we're still working on it. But it's, you know, we'll, as the time goes on, we'll pump it out. And it'll be on a either bi-weekly or monthly schedule. I think you're good. You have you're bringing people back in for some reason, whatever it is, I don't know, you know, I don't like I don't I don't play games as a service as much, but whatever at least you have some people coming back for some reason. But, you know, I don't know. Anthony, what do you think? For me, one of the potential issues with games as a service with uh, something like Destiny, where you're gatekeeped out of content, even if you buy it, because your character level is not adequate. Things like that, where sometimes they give you the, I don't remember what they were, the things where you boost yourself up. Sometimes they didn't. And so those sorts of things can be an issue with players. We're like, oh, I feel like getting into this game. Maybe it's on sale or whatever. And then they're be like, oh, I have to I have to do all this stuff. And so those those times are issues with that. Other times it can be where they have the story content, or like, well, they focus too much on one over the other, where they go very heavy on the story content, maybe they leave out the multiplayer stuff, or they go very heavy on the multiplayer stuff and leave out the story stuff. So finding a balance in there could be issues. That's a good point. Ryan, what do you think? So... Um, Eric earlier was saying that battle passes are, and like the, the games as a surf model is very pro consumer. And I'm going to uh, play a bit of devil's advocate here. I've been agreeing a lot with a lot of the beauty of games as a service, but uh, I don't really think they are. 
especially things such as battle passes, because it takes away from what used to be unlockables in games. Let's just be real here. Look at old Call of Duty games. You you earned your calling cards in by getting so many kills with guns and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of taken away from like you have put in time and effort into this game to now. So I have that. Then you spent ten dollars and played a lot of it. Like Apex's best skins are now put there. That kind of thing. I think that's one of the big problems with it. it does put a bit of predatoriness to consumer to uh, to us to oh you want this well you better keep playing all the time and all that i think that's one of the big problems with it and i think like eric said also content is higher there's been times where there's just nothing that has happened in destiny or right you just go five months with nothing and the developers are like not even patching out gun problems. So I think it takes a lot more from devs to keep a games as a service game alive. Because it takes a lot more effort than, oh, we need to patch something here or there. Not just that now. You have to make content constantly for people. Like, every three weeks, we need to have a small event going or whatever it may be. I definitely think that's a lot of the problems with it. Do you think um, that, let's say, do you think Square Enix was the push for Avengers to be a games as a service game? I think it's got to come down from the publisher, because I I, I I find it rare if a developer is wanting to do that. Like, because the point, like the point you made about Call of Duty, uh, Ryan, is the battle pass isn't taking away your challenges to get the cards. Like you're, you're not going to not have your, you know, MP5 challenges anymore because there's a battle pass. It's just extra stuff. Oh, like, no, I'm talking about, um, like, emblems and stuff that are in battle pass. Oh, uh, well, because typically if I, if I think, like, all the battle pass stuff, it's themed around a certain thing. So if you look at the new Apex battle pass, most of its stuff is themed around... Like the spray spray paint thing they got right now. I just looked at the battle pass. I think it's the weakest Apex battle pass they've had. It is. Uh, Best it, hero pointed though. I'm saying that. I, it's uh it's um it's strange. Um but there was oh, Ruben, the thing you talked yeah. about earlier with um like mapping out stuff. The problem here with that is you have to have a good launch because if you look at it, Anthem, they had a plan and everything. Like, I remember the game came out in February. In, like, May, they were supposed to have, like, these cataclysm events. Didn't happen at all. But, Nothing whatsoever. Again, that brings back to whether or not it was... Uh, of course, well, we know for a fact that it was EA be wanting Bioware to do games as a service. Clone. Yeah, they wanted a Destiny clone. Yeah. Without, you know, saying Destiny. I just feel like instead of giving EA... Uh, sorry, instead of giving Bioware the option to not really the option the demand of hey you need got you guys need to do a games as a service game and it needs to be good why didn't they give it to respawn exactly like it's like you talked about earlier crystal dynamics they may not be the best for this bioware they don't need to be making games as service games they need to be making the mass effects and the dragon age maybe not mass effect andromeda 
please don't hey, do that again. It was good. I liked it. It was. It was after, way after, it when was they a, fixed as much as they could. No, I. Well, I mean, I there's played nothing, it during launch. Gameplay-wise, okay. there's nothing wrong with Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. You can't patch better characters. True. All the characters in that game were wet noodles. True. I um, don't rem- remember most of them. Uh, so, game just continually kept crashing, so I stopped playing it. Um, like I had no problem with you know the weird animations, like the glitches and all that stuff. The problem was it was not a Bioware game, and from what I've expected, I've expected wonderful characters, wonderful story, and that was the reason why I stopped playing Mass Effect Andromeda. But back to games as a service. Um, Remember we were all worried that Rocksteady was going to be doing games as a service, that Suicide Squad was going to be one? And when they showed it, um, I was waiting for the drop. I was like, okay, is it going to be it? And then they said, you can play the whole game by yourself if you want. Um, you can play can't with you friends. Really play, can't you really play Destiny by yourself? I mean, Stay with Avengers. Yeah, you can. Um, but I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll have to see gameplay. Yeah. The problem is we've only seen a trailer. We have to see gameplay of Suicide Squad before we make that. Because like, if there's any type of thing that drops on the ground after you beat an enemy, yeah. then we know that they're probably going to make this as games of service as they can. Um, but only time will tell. Uh, you just got to put the right developers on it. Bungie had the pedigree of making fantastic multiplayer. Not great campaigns, but they were beloved. in the Halo games and so they were a good fit make this sci-fi world everyone's all connected that was a good fit Bioware making a game as a service does not make sense so you you gotta have the right people on it I think we also need to bring up with Destiny that partnering with Activision in the end game was a bad idea in the launcher window and this the the making of that game was a great idea because they were able to get some guys old um blizzard guys that really helped shape how mmo aspects of destiny were i think getting a team together that can flow like that i think is also important Mm -hmm. and like getting that activision money to start didn't help i'm sure didn't uh, hurt either Nah. Not one bit. <laughs> so I have a problem with, uh, and I'm sure that this isn't really much of a problem now, but microtransactions. Uh, like, do we have a problem with them? No, no. I'm saying, like, I think that negatively affects games as a service. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially with. Um, Ah, fuck, what was it? I think it was Star Wars Battlefront 2, which was the worst. Oh, oh my. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, there are good examples of it. Like, I can't I, I can't tell you how much money I've spent on Overwatch loot boxes. Like, just buying the loot boxes themselves. Because mm-hmm. I want those cosmetics. Like, those skins are great, and I want them. Like, Destiny is a bit weirder with it because they have all this stuff. Like, there's way more stuff in Destiny. And so, I don't know. There was that whole thing that they were um, hindering your XP gain. So you'll have to buy more um, stuff in the shop to get the stuff you wanted to get. I don't remember 
exactly what happened, but it was weird. So the best of us can mess up. Destiny has messed up a lot. Like there have been a few uh, seasons that were bad. There was a season about a year and a half ago that was themed after Gambit. was not good at all. So even if you have content, it may not be good. The Forge was a terrible season. I really like The Forge. Oh, 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 oh. Idea, idea. Uh, Ruben, play something for us. What? On your guitar. Oh, I'm learning the guitar now. I don't have anything to play yet. Um, I bought it because of Last of Us 2. <laughs> uh, what I was uh, saying is um, another good thing that Destiny is doing with this is the Destiny content vault. Like, they're going to be putting all this stuff away that's not really played and adding stuff. Like, so this game could be in service for a long time because you can take away stuff and then you can add the great stuff like Cosmodrome from Destiny 1, which is fantastic. And you can, keep it, up, you can keep it updated. And that's perfect. Like, you don't have to keep adding on and adding on and adding on. You can take away stuff. Like, yeah. Could you imagine if they took away, like, take away some maps from Call of Duty because Modern Warfare file size needs to go the fuck down. Mm -hmm. uh, that game is taking too many, too many gigs on my PC. But, um, yeah, uh, you just have to have the right people. And Vinny, we haven't heard from you in a while because I've been talking so much. I'm sorry about that. You well, have anything no, I... to add? <laughs> I, I was going to say, it's interesting you mentioned that, because uh, I believe they've, like, what? They've planned out Destiny to, like, 2023? Or some crazy thing like that? Yeah. It's Perfect. Like, so, but just, like, as an outsider, I do wonder, like, when do you pull the plug on that game? Like, just, like, again, for me, like, like as an outsider, I would be like, alright, yeah, it's been five, six years, people, so, like, I am just curious, like, I think a game with Fortnite or, like, I'm very curious to see how Call of Duty is going to do it with Warzone. Because, in theory, they're claiming that each new Call of Duty is just going to uh, support Warzone. But, like, with Destiny, like, at what point do you just have to say, like, no, we're moving on? I, th I think the sci-fi shooter is so ingrained into their DNA as a developer that I don't think... No, no, not even that. Just, like, when when would they do Destiny 3, is what I mean. Oh, I, I don't think you'll see Destiny 3 ever. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think they'll, like, it, it, the problem was it was Activision that really pushed for Destiny 2. Because what Bungie wanted was, like, the whole single world. Could you imagine if we didn't have a Destiny 2 and we were just still on Destiny 1? Like, that's well, that the... was a 10-year plan, right? Yeah, it was the 10-year plan that they signed on, like, in, like, 2010, I think. They signed the 10-year plan. And yeah. um, I, I think with new expansions and that are coming in with Destiny and you take stuff out, you can just change the whole game with a season update and completely different, add way new stuff. And uh, yeah, I think we all really need to play Destiny together so we can <laughs> all go have fun. I think yeah. Destiny ends when the story i think the story is going to a conclusion there's little things that they are now finally touching from destiny one that are going to this game's going to come full circle eventually and i think that's how you end this game 
is through the story. The story is going to have an ending. Yeah, I agree with that. Something down on the Google Calendar when I uh, first thought of games and service as a topic. Um, let's see. What do we shirt need... is that, Ruben? Oh, that's a nitro, nitro rifle and Cheeto fingers and flapjack and Tim. Sure. Is, is that like Andy and them nitro rifle? Yes, it is. Who is the Cheeto person? Cheeto Nick. fingers is Nick. Yeah. Who's flapjack? flapjack? This is Greg. That, that is Greg. Okay, I didn't know that was their code names. And Tim is Tim. In case you uh, didn't know. Uh, oh man, that makes sense. Yeah. Back from the party mode days. RIP party mode. Great, okay. great show. Um, well, I watched uh, Tim and all them play. Uh, Tim, Nick, and Andy them play the Warzone for like two hours. That was fun. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah Anything with eight. Nick is gonna be fun. I just feel like Nick playing a video game is just so bizarre. Then when they got really into Predator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Very I, I never touched that game. Yeah, neither did I. Anyway. Actually, isn't it isn't that technically a game of the service as well? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's it's just so crazy how it's well, become just such a blanket thing for everything. Like there's no yeah, multiplayer but it also before. fell off too didn't it i don't think so i feel like i don't it. see anyone playing predator anymore yeah like it, it doesn't have the hype that uh friday the 13th let's, let's check on the twitch streaming how much how many people are i could check right now i'm gonna go with a as uh, i check that uh, as i check that let me, uh... Wait, cause yeah, that was that was this year, was it not? Yeah, that was this yeah. year. See, like, like, yeah, it just seems to like fall it off. Yeah. June, oh, I think, was it. It's, it's not even in like the top. Ooh, it's not. Fifty. Yeah, like, didn't they add Arnold to it? Like, so it it's yeah. kind of interesting that like even games with a set out plan like. I don't even see, like, I've gone down to games where it's, like, a thousand people watching, and I still don't see Predator. Wow. Like, Super Mario 64 has, like, 2,000 people watching it. (laughs) Of course. I like to watch speedruns. I hate speedruns. I hate people, like, going through walls and stuff and glitching the games. I, I I don't see any joy in that. I respect it. Yeah, like... Yeah, not every games as a service is going to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. There. And that's fine. Yeah. It is what it is. It's, so it's what the state of the industry now. Yeah. The uh, question I wrote down was, do we need more games as a service, or should developer re- developers realize that it's bloated and, and focus on other ways of making a game? Hey... <laughs> think it at it it's in a perfect place right now i don't think there needs to be any more because right now i am focusing between like so many things like destiny call of duty apex and stuff right now where it's gotten to be a bit much i love them but it has gotten to be much so i think if we add more to it it's gonna become bloated and oversaturated it already is kind of oversaturated yeah um but i think um there just needs there needs to be more types of games. Like there, 
and like Fall Guys and that sort of stuff. Yeah, like Ghost of Tsushima, perfect. All this stuff. We there just need there needs to be single player games and all that to balance it out. Because I don't want would every you, game to be games of service. Even though I would love you them. would you want Suicide Squad to be a games of service? No, because Rocksteady is the best at making those single player games, and that's what I want from them. I get what you're saying. I just feel like if a developer wants to branch out, because if Bungie kept on with um, single player and multiplayer games, technically I don't think they would have gotten to what we know Destiny as now. I agree with that. So I just feel like if Rocksteady has proven to us like they know what the fuck they're doing. And Warner Brothers has seen that too. Like I'm sure Warner Brothers know like this is what they're good at. We will get five plus million copies sold of this game if we just let Rocksteady do what they do. I just feel like they're going to get burned out with if they keep on making single-player games. Like, what if they want to branch out? And, and that's what's perfect about this. Like, it's going to have a co-op element to it. Like, this is a step up from Arkham yeah. Knight when you had, like, the single-player dual battle system. Like, this is the next step for them. So if they don't like this game, like, they make this game, it's going to sell a lot of copies because it's Rocksteady. It's got that pedigree to it. Um, if they don't like it, hey, our next game... Eric is out. Oh, he's back. I lost. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened either. So yeah, um, and maybe they not they don't like being suicide. They don't like making suicide squad. They don't like what happened with it. They make that Superman or the dream game of they and Atlas make a Harry Potter game together, which is my dream game. Well, Harry Potter's already being made, my friend. I want Rocksteady to make it though with Atlas working on the day-to-day school stuff. Oh god, that's a, a big ask. Yeah, it's my dream game, Ruben. What's your dream game? Oh, well, I already got it. Batman oh Arkham god. City. Oh, I thought you were going to say Final Fantasy VII Remake. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, that's I mean, my we dream also game. Did, we also oh, did get... Ryan, is Final Fantasy VII Remake your dream game? It is, and it is the best game of the year. That's oh. right. The oh, best man. game of the year. Oh, man. All right. I'm sh- All right. Did, did you hear my thoughts on it? I have. If it wasn't for <laughs> Destiny, we'd be having arguments. But I need you here for Oh, Destiny. we're going to have arguments when we have the From Software discussion, my friend. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> we just give me a date and time, and I'll set it up. All right. Uh, so I, I guess we could, like, we've been talking so much. What is your dream game, Anthony? I am a massive Batman fan. I don't really need any more out of... (laughs) (laughs) Just let Rocksteady do what they want to do. I am perfectly happy to see them make their own literal DC universe out of whatever character they want to do. If they want to do a third-person shooter, whatever they want. Do whatever you want. How great was it that they made Captain Boomerang funny and likable? Yeah. Like, that should be commended right there. They should win Game of the Year for that right there. (laughs) How great was it that we're actually going to see King Shark actually be useful in a game? I'm like, when was he in a game before? Well, Killer Croc <laughs> was just a waste of space in that Suicide what? Squad movie. Oh, no. that man looked like a crocodile, Ruben. <laughs> That's the reason they won the Oscar for makeup and hairstyle. Yep, I agree. That man looked just, like a crocodile. I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm arguing here. My argument is that Killer 
Croc did not need to be in that movie. You didn't like that he had BET? I didn't like that he was in the movie. I didn't like the movie in general. Well, that was because they only had a few months to work on it, which is obvious. Anyone remember so. the scene where he slithers into the water? That's the that only reason why they needed him. Now, that was granted, the worst I wish that. Killer Croc was like 50 feet tall was in the movie and not just like normal size, but he did look <laughs> like a crocodile. Uh, imagine if you look like the Arkham Killer Croc, just that massive, massive monster. That would have been great. Which I hope is what they do with King Shark in the next Suicide Squad. Is he just big? Like he should be at least like four feet taller than everyone else. Yeah. I also, agree. how funny was it when Captain Boomerang realized that Superman was Alpha Target? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was fucking beautiful. <laughs> Bonk. Vincent, what's your dream game? Dun, dun, Vincent. Dun, dun. Oh my god. He's gone. It's okay. That's Ryan, it. What's your dream game? That's well, not Final Fantasy VII remake. Not Final Fantasy VII. Well, yeah, we already guessed. I guess we kind of already did that. Oh. It's good to take a nice break from the topic and bullshit around a little bit. This is true. My dream game. Let me think here. Um, probably Sounds something. Oh, here's a side that I don't get to really talk about a lot. Uh, my favorite type of video games, like of all time, all fighting games. You know what I like? How I really socialize. Like I go to tournaments. I hang out with people. I do that. So, uh, Street Fighter, reminiscent of a uh, Street Fighter uh, Three, would be my dream game. It's a real or a weird. Fighting... <laughs> or a fighting game where it's all serial mascots fighting each other. That's coming out. A guy's working on that. Oh, for real? Is that a real thing? I just pulled that out of my ass. Yeah, no. There's a dude making a indie game with that idea. Oh my god, that's awful. Awesome. I don't know why I said awful. I think it was awful yeah, because yeah. Vincent left right at that time. So I, that's awful that he left because Vincent, come back. Ryu is Tony the Tiger. It's fantastic. Ryu is what? Tony the Tiger is Ryu. (laughs) Looking like Ryu. Um. That or um. Just give me all the Final Fantasy VII remake. Just now. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Like, I can't going like five ports. I'm not going to see the end of that game. I'm 30, and I don't like that. Hey, I'm closer to 30 than you are, my friend, and just... I'm closer than both of you. Just, yeah, but you didn't really like Final Fantasy VII, so you're, you're not a part of this conversation. That's, that's true. Ryan. That's true. Ryan, just, just let it happen, you know? Letting what just, happen? Hey, getting closer to 30. He doesn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> he doesn't, but time works. he's just got to accept it. That's exactly, that's if time works. I wish I also had a choice of when Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 was coming out, but I don't. I already know. When it's 2022. Bold. 2022, but with Corona, probably 2023. What if they just take Final Fantasy VII Remake, 
and just scrap it and make a new Kingdom Hearts game. That could be good. Kingdom Hearts 3 was not good. It is the third best Kingdom Hearts game. And that's saying a lot because there's more than one. <laughs> there's more than three Kingdom Hearts. I don't know how I feel about that. There is only one Kingdom Hearts, Ruben. Kingdom Hearts game. But the Kingdom Hearts, you remember the Kingdom Hearts, the thing. We Kingdom did? Hearts is is yeah, I remember. How everyone's hearts are something. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. We're not talking Kingdom Hearts lore right now. (laughs) We're not, we're not. That's a topic for another time. Um, Gentlemen, it's time we close this podcast down. We've talked a lot about games as a service, and my head hurts. So, let's get on with the plugs. Anthony, what do you have to plug? Uh you can find me uh, at Digital Encounter on social media. Take the E off of Encounter. Okay. Um, I'm going to plug for Vinny since he's not here. Uh, you could find Vinny at Viral Vincent. Sorry, Viral Vinny on all social media, including YouTube. Ryan, what do you have to plug? Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at RyanTheLine97 to see whatever I'm up to. Okay. And. I guess that's about it. No, Eric, what do you have to plug? I have to plug Eric C. Ginn on Twitter. That's Ginn with two N's, correct? Two N's. G-I-N-N. That's a place you can go to if you want. Okay. And, of course, me, I am Penultimate Conquest on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and Twitter, I am PenConquest. And I'm also Penultimate Conquest on Instagram, where I do news cycles. But sometimes. you're Ruben, though. No, I've taken over. That's it. Penultimate Conquest is not my name. Alright, but for real, though, does everyone play. Everyone here have a PC play play games on? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, just add me on the stuff if you want to play. I'll Isn't Destiny my... crossplay? No, not yet. They're working on it. Yeah. Uh, probably for next year. They're working on crossplay. Wow. Vincent's back. Vincent's back. Let's go for another three hours. No, I, I should go could. to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, uh, I'll put my stuff in the group. So if we want to get together and play some games as a service. Sounds good to me. I'm going to go play some um, Warzone right now. I so probably am going to bed. I have work tomorrow. Um, you have work tomorrow? Yeah. What do you do? Monday. I work at a uniform rental company. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very mundane. You want to play Warzone tomorrow, Ruben? I'm down. Let's all play Warzone. Are you off tomorrow? Yes, I'm off tomorrow. Oh, perfect. Cool. All right. Uh, we can put it in the Facebook group and. Okay. We'll see something. Um, all right. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this crazy journey we call life and also on this episode. Um, Thank you for having us. It's my pleasure. Uh, I will see you guys next time. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Have a good evening.